everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 236 for the week of August 25th, 2012. I'm here with a bunch of people from RP Gamer. First off, Anna Marie Neufeld. Good morning. Emmanuel Marino. I do live in the Matrix. He does live in the Matrix. You can tell by his voice. John Yearworth. I'm finally back from Canada, so I don't have to speak into Anna's microphone to be heard anymore. Nice. And I'm your host, Chris Privetier. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can join our chat room live, as always, when we record this thing, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at rpgamer.com slash live. So I hope you're enjoying the show there. Thank you, chat room people, for joining us. Uh, let's jump into what we've been playing this week, people. Uh, I've been playing more than usual, but less than usual, if that makes sense. Very small bites you of games. You spoiled yourself. Oh, is that what I did? Yes. What I do? Because you bought a 3DS XL. I bought a 3DS XL. Oh, I guess I can give impressions of that system. Like, you oh, haven't heard possibly. a bunch of them on the internet. It's sexy and nice, and you should get one, is the, is the short Are we still like describing electronics as sexy? I, I would, Chris, but, you know, region lock. Well, then get a Japanese one. I am kind of orientating more and more towards that. It's just making sure that I buy, uh, well, I'll have to always buy Japanese games. And that can be a bit of a pain in the ass money-wise. Mm, I'll get seven of them. You get one for each region. And some backups. <laughs> They're only 200 each. So I did the thing where you trade in your uh, your 3DS into GameStop and you get 100 bucks back off the purchase of 3DS XL. I thought that was, that was a decent amount of change and I don't have to worry about selling it or shipping it or anything. Um, it turned into a bit of an ordeal. I went into the store and said, all right, you use the mall Wi-Fi and do the system transfer right there in the store. Um, two hours later, uh, after three failed transfers, I said, you know what? How about I just buy my 3DS back from you, go over to the Apple store and do the transfer, and then I'll come back and you'll refund me that purchase. And then well, everyone's happy and the transfer will be done reliably. And that's what I did because the Apple store has very reliable Wi-Fi and the transfer took half an hour and it was all done. <laughs> so all that worked out. <laughs> And I hear they're now just letting you uh, buy 3DS, go home, do a transfer, and then bring your trade-in system back the next day or something. So you can work it out with your local GameStop as needed. I think it's a cool deal. I don't know if it's still valid after like today, but uh, the system itself, it's huge. It's so big and like in a good way. And the screens are great. And it looks like it's it's like the size of gaming screen I want to see while holding the system in my lap. And I did not feel that way with the 3DS or other DS systems I had. I never had a DSi XL. So this thing is just, it's just wonderful. So of course, what I've been doing with it all week with this wonderful 3DS system that can play like Ocarina of Time and super big screen 3D and all that stuff. I've been playing the original NES Legend of Zelda. Because that's what you do, right? Well, I mean, we we have these like massive uh, monoliths of PC gaming, yet we turn around and use them to play Theme Hospital or something. That's what I <laughs> that's what I do anyway. What what did, what game? Theme Hospital. Theme Hospital. You never played that? No, I don't know what it is. It's from the same company that made the original Theme Park. Oh. Did you never play that? No. Is that like Sim oh. Roller Coaster or something? Oh man, yeah. no! It is so much better. I always forgot to build garbage cans. <laughs> um, but yeah, no theme. Theme hospital is a is a kind of quirky hospital simulator done by Bullfrog, who wait, later went on to make Dungeon Keeper. Oh. Same company. So it must be really old. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Mid uh early and sort of mid sort of mid nineties, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I had it for Sega Genesis and PC. I've still got my disc copy of the PC sitting right here. Uh, copyright 1997 on the back of this one. Wow. So yeah, six, 16 gigabytes of, of monolithic computing and I play games from 1997. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, got all my Ambassador games downloaded, tried out Ice Climbers for the first time, decided I don't like Ice Climbers. Then started playing Zelda, and I keep getting pulled back into that. I don't know what about that game, but I, that game just holds up. I know Michael disagrees. You may want to specify which Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. I said it. Thank you. The Legend, with with the with the with all the stupid things that eat your shield in Dungeon Six. That Legend of Zelda. Not that that happened to me or anything. It made me very bitter. Not that I'm bitter about it. What else have I been playing? I played a couple other things. Oh, right. So I was, you know, and what I was trying to do is, okay, I got this new 3DS system and new Super Mario Brothers 2 is out and it should both be great. And, and well, okay, not dependent. It's supposed to be good and maybe too much of the same or whatever according to the reviews. But still, the, uh, you know, I haven't finished new Super Mario Brothers 1. So the reviews out there saying, well, this feels kind of like just more of the same. So if you haven't, you know, played some of those other ones, uh, you know, this will be great. And I'm like, well, I haven't finished those other ones. So I'll pop in new Super Mario Brothers 1 to my D 3DS XL and, and see if I can work on that and get that same experience that everyone else is getting playing with all their coin games. And I found that... Um, well, okay, so DS games look a little stretched on the 3DS screen, but uh, they, that's the only issues. It's like playing a PSP game on a Vita. So you can, you can tell, but it's not, it's not bad. It still looks good. And that's fine. But what I realize is New Super Mario Bros. 1 is hard for me. Like, I found, um, I was playing through World 5, and I found this warp zone to World 8, and I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Now I'm in World 8. Well, I just try and do uh, World 8 and finish the game. I can't beat the first level in World 8. It's really, really hard. I think that's why I didn't take the warp, because my body wasn't ready. Yeah, but... So then I went back to World 5, and I can't finish the next stage in World 5 either. So I'm just... I suck at New Super Mario Brothers. Shadow Mario? I hate those levels. No. Shadow Mario? What? No, the one that chases you. Oh, I don't even know if I got into that. Hmm. Mm, that starts to happen pretty early. I've played through all the first f- four and a half worlds. Five and a half, four, four and a half. So I don't know. Anyway, I don't remember that New Super Mario Brothers 1. That sounds cool. I should go find one of those and play it again. But Oh, wait. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of... Um... 3, 3D Land is what you're thinking of. Yeah, think. sorry. Yeah. So then I popped that in. And oh my gosh, Super Mario 3D Land, that feels way better. So I played through the whole first world of that, which admittedly is a lot going to be easy because it's the first world. But um, that game just feels like exactly what I was looking for. So I played some of that and was like, oh, this is good. This is good. And then I turned it off and played more Zelda because, yeah. Hmm. Whatever. So uh, Super Mario 3D Land. And so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering... Maybe I would want New Super Mario Bros. 2 if I heard that the difficulty wasn't quite as at what New Super Mario Bros. 1 was at the later parts of the game. But I haven't heard anything about that from people. So, hmm. 
right. And the only other thing I've played is um, they gave us Outland free on PSN this week, so I booted that up, and that's a really fun game too. So that's a cool little puzzle platformer, and uh, actually it isn't really puzzly. It's just really a platformer, but uh, with cool mechanics and swipping colors, kind of like Ikaruga, to, to decide what platforms you can land on and stuff. And you have to like dodge bullets and stuff. So it's kind of a platformer slash bullet hell. I really like that. That's really cool. Um, so that I yeah I gotta I gotta say that's a that's a good one if you like uh, bullet hell and or platformers. So get, check that one out. Outland. And that's all I got. Anna, what you been playing? Um, well, after playing Epic Astro Story, I was like, hmm, what else have I not played out of my Kairosoft folder that looks really cool? So I went back and started playing Pocket League Story, which is basically you manage a little um, soccer team, football team. Mm-hmm. Football for the rest of the world, soccer for North America. And um, yeah, that's been really cute. Um, it does have a few bugs um, because, well, it's soccer and that's pretty different. What Watching your little sprites play soccer is very cool, but it's so different from the other games that they do that... Every once in a while, your characters just get hung on invisible pixels, and that sucks because it usually means that someone's going to score on you. Mm. So I am what I think is basically the last team that I need to beat, and I'm so close. Last time, I think I lost 4-3, which sucks. So I'm going to have to go back and try that tournament one more time before I give up. And beyond that, um, I've been playing fairway golf, but I'm actually, I was really excited because they added daily courses where you have to do a new course every day. Um, And you have to satisfy some sort of um, small condition to get a trophy instead of the normal stars. Except I realized that there's a flaw with their trophy system because one, they don't explain well what you need to do for some of them. Because some of them will say like, get negative one or less on the whole bracket no mistakes that's like what does no mistakes mean no mistakes means not ever missing a possible match and not using a mulligan even if you don't miss a match and if you tap a card that you can't actually play that's also a mistake which seems like a very silly set of things to not do Um, and also it will ask you to do a great shot, including certain kinds of cards. Except to prevent people from loading up on golf boxes on super easy courses, once you've gotten a great shot on a hole, you can't get a great shot again. So it was only a three-hole course, and I got three great shots, and they didn't have the right set of cards in them, so now I can't even get that trophy. Sucks. You should and write to yeah. their support. Yeah, I'm going to poke them and say, hey, this is not working this right. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, um, World of Warcraft did um, Raid Finder for I a couple of I thought we weren't talking about night. that. I'm just, I'm just saying I played it, and then I was in Raid Finder, and now we're moving on. I'm going to get complaints. We talk about too much WoW. <sighs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> hey, Manny, save us from the WoW. Save you from WoW? Well, uh, I hear the Star Wars The Old Republic is going free to play. <laughs> yeah, except it's horribly gated. <sighs> so what have I been up to? I've been, I've been, I've been detecting stuff. Ooh, 
What you been detecting, detective? I've just been walking around Los Angeles, looking for criminals, touching dead bodies, looking for bloody knives, and accusing people of murder. Have you, you been turning people's like, Have you been turning people's hands over and then flipping them back over and then flipping them back over and then flipping them back over? Occasionally, and realizing oh, I can't stop flipping this hand over. Occasionally. <laughs> Listen, Chris, if you don't tell me what's going on, there's a padded cell with your name on it. Now, this interview's over. You chose anyway, wrong. If people can't figure out what I'm doing, I've been playing a little bit of L.A. Noir. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, are you, are you enjoying... Is this your first time playing it, or...? Uh, it's actually my second time. I ended up selling my PS3 version and got it on 360. Why? Uh, I know PS3 is the platform you're supposed to play it on, but that was the only game that ever made the fans on my PlayStation 3 so loud that I couldn't hear the game. Oh. It was like a jet engine. It was really, really loud to the point where usually I don't, you know, you know, there's like most TVs have like a numbering system. I usually leave my volume like on, let's say, 20 at the max. And for me, that's like often too loud. With this one, I had to put it up to 30 or 40 to hear the game. That's how loud the PS3 was. Wow, that's pretty loud. You know, that doesn't sound normal. No. But... You know what it is? It, it's just the, it's because the game is streaming so much info at the same time. I just You remember there were some early complaints that certain PS3s were overheating because uh, of L.A. Noir early on when the game was first first released. Yeah, I remember that. And I, and I, ha- I do have a 60 gig launch PS3. That's so, what I've got, yeah. Oh, okay, th- that explains it. I figured it would sound much better if I had it. But, you know, I had to ask myself, well, I can either spend $200 and get a new PS3 that I barely use, or I can just trade this in and get LA Noir 360 for, like, less than $30 and just have to deal with uh, swapping discs. So that's what I did. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm catching up to where I was before. And luckily, because I waited enough time, um, I'm, I got the complete edition, so I have all the DLC, including all the the pre-order stuff, the deal, uh, PS3 exclusive stuff, and all the extra cases. So I'm having fun with it. Well, that's good. Oh, and I'm not going to get bored of it because I, I, you know, it's been long enough that I know you do one episode. You do one episode of the. Sh- you watch one episode a day, basically. That'll take a while, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm in no rush. Right. We need to finish that, Anna. Yes. We were Just remember, that. don't do too much at once. One episode per setting. We, we, per know, session. We, got, we got like halfway through the game. We know. All right. I'm about to do the first DLC case, A Slip of the Tongue. Mm. I think we did that one. We probably did. Yeah. Oh, so you guys got the season pass? Yeah. Cool. Yep, yep, cool, yep, cool. Yep. So let's... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just thinking... Um, what was I about to tell you? Yeah, that's about it. Um, I am curious to see if Anna, if you ever read those uh, that short story collection from Elena Wong. Yeah, I did. What did you they're, think of it? They're really good. They're really like thematic, which means that some of them get incredibly creepy. I just started that one too myself. Uh, I didn't like the first story very much, the one with June Ballard. But the second one after that, see um, the one I really enjoyed. Have you read the one where? The girl walks into the house and immediately takes a drink. Yeah, that's the first one of June Ballard. Yeah, that kind of mega creeped me out. (laughs) 
You know, it's funny. If anyone wants to read these, it's like nine dollars. It's like not nine dollars. It's ninety nine cents. It's ninety nine cents. Yeah. You could totally just download. I mean, they're good. And you know the reason why I I, I usually make fun of uh, uh, tie-in novels, but this one, in this case, uh, Rockstar just basically paid a bunch of well-renowned, like a uh, mystery and uh, crime fiction authors, and like noir writers, and just said, "Hey, we're not going to hamstring you by trying to tell a game story. Just write a couple of short stories set in Los Angeles in the 1940s, and then we'll tie it, in, and then we'll just write it, put it out as a collection." So if you if you actually don't know if you're interested in noir fiction, this is a good introduction. There's like nine or ten of the of the best writers in the genre right now, just writing a bunch of little small little short stories that you can read through in like in a few sittings, and you can see like, oh, this guy, I like his style. I'm gonna go find more of his books. It's it's one of those cases where if you think you might be interested in the in the source material, this is a great way to find out. Speaking of which, my favorite book, Dark Siders Abomination, but we'll have to wait for another day. <laughs> nice. Uh, John, what have you been up to this week? Uh, well, I've mostly been catching up on uh, Guild Wars stuff, considering Guild Wars 2 comes out next week. Mm. Well, some people are already playing it, but I did not, uh, I did not pre, uh, pre-purchase, so I cannot play until Monday. Um, and, uh, so I've been trying to collect, uh, uh, Hall of Monuments achievements so I can get cosmetic rewards in Guild Wars 2 because I've got nothing better to do with my time. <laughs> well, actually, no, I tell a lie. I do have something else that I have been doing with my time, which has been building the, uh, uh, large supply of model kits that, um, I've accumulated over the last couple of weeks. Um, I have finished uh, the uh, 1 in 60 scale O-Riser, which did not take me very long because it's a little dinky support craft that's still fairly large. Um, for the actual main part of that 1 in 60 kit I have, I have so far only managed to accomplish to build uh, a single foot and uh, part of the left leg. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> Although I did manage to, I I put an order in for some coin batteries because I'd figure I'd need them for the uh, the um, the kit has two light up engines, uh, and I would thought that the kit would not be kind enough to provide me with some batteries for them, but it turns out um, the kit does actually come with batteries. Oh, that's nice. And uh, not only do the drives light up, which is what I thought would happen, but the drives actually spin as well. Which I wasn't expecting at all. Sweet. So, yeah. It's can it, been can it good. fly? No. Oh. Well, that's a really, off. Chris? Yeah. You've got drive, drives that spin. You should be able to, like, toss it and have it glide or something. Well, they're too little. They're more, they don't really uh, like like propellers. They're more kind of like turbines. And they just light mm. up and spin. And it's hard to find Gundanium anyway. Yeah. Or whatever the crap they build the ones in double O out of. Unobtainium. Uh, uh, there's a picture in chat of what of one of the things that I've managed to build so far. Ooh. Ooh, let's see. E carbon says Sachiel. Well that looks pretty, and that's a nice photo too. Let's see. And the drives spin, or is that the different one? Does the different one? Uh, this... The drives aren't in that picture. So, okay. does this transform? Then, uh, 
the 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 thing pictured there is basically the backpack and shoulder units of a much larger unit. Oh, so you get to put them all together? Yeah. Ooh. I just built that bit first because I felt like being contrary to the instructions. <laughs> okay. One sixtieth scale. Uh, the actual full unit is. Uh, let's see if I can get a decent picture of it. <laughs> We'll have to put these up in the forum so that mm -hmm. people can see them. I yeah, right. I, I I posted it. It is on my it is on my Twitter Twitter feed. Twitter. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's pretty fun. That's no, basically what I've been doing this week. What the heck is your Twitter? Let's see. I did Mecca Quinn. Mecca. You know this. Mecca. Well, I can. It's the only I mean, place you use Mecca, so no, I don't ever remember. It, I use the same thing on Twitch as well because somebody else took the. Uh... Hmm. So yeah, the the full unit uh, looks like that one. There's a picture in the chat. Sweet. Look at this. And you can see that the there it's the the two shoulder sections and then the bit that hangs off the back. Nice. And I'm currently streaming. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just say, and then based on that particular model, uh, I've built one of the feet. Which is still a fairly impressive sized foot. Cool. Speaking of streaming, we should get a shout out for Extra Life in. Yes, October 20th is Extra Life, and that means it is time for contest details to happen and all this other stuff, and I've got nothing. It's really weird. So, and I apologize for that, because we should have that all up right now. So what you can do in the meantime, while we settle that all as we go into uh, October and the week after PAX and stuff, uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna do things a little different this year than last year. We are going to stream. Uh, RP Gamer will not be uh, streaming with the PS Nation guys this year, because they're going to do a, a thing out in, I think, New Jersey. So I won't be able to join them there. <laughs> but uh, so they're going to do their stream. We're going to do our stream separate. But I think we're still going to have a tied together contest system and all that. So we're still figuring out all, all that crap. And uh, what you can do, uh, more importantly than contest and all that sort of stuff, is sponsor people. So you can go to our team page uh, at www.extra-life.org. Um, and then you go to slash team slash rpgamer. And you can see our team and its goal and all the members. And you can go click on my name or Sam's name or Anna's name. And you can donate for one of us. You can donate one of us uh, and uh, help us reach our goals. Uh, I need a. I need got a long way to go on my donate uh, on my goals. So I would love and appreciate your donations as I play for. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, as I play for Gunderson Lutheran here in Wisconsin. And uh, let's see who's Sam playing for. Uh, let's plug some hospitals. I here. think Toronto is Miracle Network. Let's see. She's pretty much hit her goal. Uh, yeah, she's hit her goal. She's playing the Sick Kids, playing in support of Sick Kids Foundation, which I guess is in Canada. I'd, I've not heard of them. So let's see. And what else we got? So she's done with her goal. You need to play for someone else. Oh, look at that. That person hit their goal. Oh, Scott's on there too. Also, Sick Kids Foundation. What are you playing for, Anna? Ooh, BC Children's Hospital Foundation. There you go. Nice. So uh, go go pick someone. Oh, my sister's on there, too. 
You can go donate for my sister too. Anyway, go go donate. You're you're helping sponsor us. Uh, well, you would be sponsoring us, and what you're doing is helping us raise money to heal kids. Uh, we're making we're raising money for the uh, Children's Miracle Network of hospitals all over the country, all over the world, really. And you can you can uh, you, your donations go right to those hospitals. They do not pass through anybody else's hands, and they uh, they go right towards helping kids get healthy faster and deal with nasty illnesses like cancer and uh, other stuff that is uh, just not fun for a kid to go through, not fun for anyone to go through. And kids especially need a lot of special attention, special care to help make their ability to heal better since, uh, you know, they, they can't really focus on just sitting in a hospital for that long. So they need, they need some help, some help, care and attention that uh, adults just, uh, just don't need. So, this is to help uh, them deal with that sort of stuff and uh, get the help they need and get healthy faster. So please donate extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. Go ahead and donate for one of us. And uh, you can then watch us live on October 20th where we will be streaming what we're playing. We think we may even have a live World of Warcraft raid in the middle of it. So that might be fun too. Uh, and uh, we'll see what else we can put together. Lots of streams and or individual streams or just one big stream, me and Anna together on the stream, and uh, we'll be with you all day and trying to get more donations and uh, enjoying the fun time of the 24-hour gaming marathon. That is Extra Life. So thanks to all the people who have joined the team. Now we need to start pushing no get donations. Please, if you're on the team, start asking people to donate. And if uh, if you aren't and please consider donating and telling your friends about it and get their donations out on here. So please, we'd appreciate your help with that. Help us reach our goal of $5,000. we got a long way to go, but there's plenty of time left, so we can do it. So let's get on it. And with that, let's start talking about feedback. we got a note here from Mr. Ocelot. Other Ocelot. Ocelot Z, as we learned last week. Uh, writes in and says, Ah, games are in the air. What started as a small tricker will soon become a downpour as the verdant showers of gaming come upon us. From now until early February, games shall descend from the sky with great force, and our collective piles of shame shall grow to extraordinary proportions. So, who here is not excited about the games coming to us this holiday season, with stretches from September to February now due to publisher say-so? Okay, you, whoever you are, I challenge you to rethink your stance and pick at least one game to get excited about. Are you up to such a challenge? Is anybody not excited? Sorry, I've got something I'm excited for. Oh, what's that? Uh, well, they put out a new trailer for the new Super Robot Wars game, which comes out at the end of November. Hmm, that would work. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to something. Hmm. I'm excited for a new beginning. The Harvest Moon game. Yeah. Okay. Are you excited for something that you don't work for? Um, yeah. What's that? Oh, no, I'll wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> what the, the problem is, is I remember that. Oh, yeah, Persona 4 Golden. Hmm. It's up pretty soon. Are you uh, getting to get that crazy limited edition? Nah. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of crappy, actually. Um, well, no, it's just... I I can appreciate its aesthetic value without desiring it. It's just not the kind of swag I like. It's not that good a swag, is why. Hmm. Okay. So what else we got? We got Borderlands 2 coming out. John, you going to be into Borderlands 2 at all? Uh, probably not. Probably not? Not at the moment, anyway. I, I might rethink mine. That 
particular stance. Okay. Um, well, kind of excited. We got a new WoW expansion coming out. That should be fun. I was wondering if one of us was going to mention that. <laughs> yeah, it might matter a little. Uh, what else we got coming out? Are you talking RPGs? Yeah. <sighs> then just, I think, uh, I can only think of three things. Oh, what's that? And, and like, and... So the big one would be WoW expansion and Borderlands 2. And on the smaller scale, Baldur's getting hand conditioned. Hmm. Wow, that is I can't much think of much else. Scale. You're not excited for Torchlight 2, Manny? They announced oh, announce right. the release date. You know what? It's been such a long time, Anna. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, be, I'll be honest. It's not that I was like leaving it out. It's just I honestly, it's been so long. I just almost just completely forgot about it. But yeah, so yeah. They're going to announce the. I don't know. This might come up in news. They're going to announce the release date, but they're going to put it on the forums the day before PAX. So it's okay, technically so a PAX announcement, but the forums are going to get it first. So four games that I can think of. Okay, so in, in terms of size, it goes Baldur's Gate, Torchlight Two, uh, Darksiders, and WoW. Not Darksiders, Borderlands and WoW. I like how they think that putting it on the forums doesn't count as an announcement. Because as soon as it's on the forums, it will hit all the press sites. It will be announced. They may as well not even bother sending out the press release. I think they're just doing it to them because they've been telling them the longest. Soon, soon, soon. So That's I guess, true. you know, it's a goodwill gesture to let them hear it first. Hmm. And honestly, they said they were going to put it on before PAX. That could mean Thursday night at 10 p.m. That could mean Friday morning at 6. I mean, they they weren't really that specific. They did commit to the end of summer, though. So probably at the latest, like the second week of September. What? For what? Telling us the date? No, for uh, they're telling us the date for sure right before on the 21st. Let me double check my calendar. There's three dates in September it can be. It can be the 4th, the 11th, or the 18th. And I think most people are leaning towards the 18th because they said they wanted to try to give us three weeks of lead time. Cool. When you say us. Community. Why do you need lead time? They just want the game out. I don't know. Seems like an odd thing. Well, we want to give you some lead time because you have well, it all have pre-ordered the already. that are going to come out already. Are there box copies coming? No. Oh. <laughs> Okay. It's all good. So those are the big... I'm thinking, are those the big... I mean, we're not even including other big stuff like the next Call of Duty or Halo game or... Well, Dishonored. Is that coming out this fall or not? What? Dishonored. That's okay. But if you're just talking like big budget games, yeah, there's... I mean... Well, I know. You you were talking about Call of Duty and stuff. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what else... No, I I was saying if we're not... Since we're not talking about the big ones like those, as far as RPGs goes, those are the only four I can think of. That are coming out anytime soon. Okay. Well, what else is there? There's really nothing. I don't know why Sava thinks there's so much coming. Oh, Darksiders well, like oh, is out. Hmm. Maybe he's including all the extras. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon Black and White 2. That's a big one. People will care about that. People will care a lot about that. And Guild Wars 2 is out this week. Oh, you're right, you're right. I'm thinking too, I'm thinking like after post-September. Yeah, yeah. Totally. To be fair though, come on, a a new WoW expansion and Borderlands 2, that's pretty huge. And it covers two different markets. 
Wait, what about any uh, JRPGs? Any big JRPGs? <laughs> I guess that's that would no. be nice, wouldn't it? Not that I know of. Persona 4 Golden is the only thing I can think of. Let's see. Check our release date system. What do we got? PlayStation 3 upcoming. Uh, wow. No. All right, all right. Wow. I'd be interested to hear your take on the story because I've been hearing uh, on Adrian what? and Mac play it, talk about their experience of last story on Twitter. I haven't played it. I need to play so, it. What have they been saying? They liking it or not? Uh, uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. That was what I was worried about for my preview. It looked kind of a yes and no game, but I was going to hold off. Uh, hmm. Cool, cool. All right, then. I think the energy died from this question. Yes, it did. Next question is number two. Favorite game box art or packaging of all time, including collector's editions, if you will. You must own the game to give it your vote. Um, I, At that point, I'm not even thinking about box arts anymore. I'm thinking about favorite icon on my desktop from when I downloaded it digitally. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still have that cool box that Atlas made. Um I think it's Devil Summoner 2, where Jack Frost is dressed up as the main character. I, think, I actually uh, think it's still oh, sealed. Oh, that's Devil Summoner. Yeah, Devil Summoner 2. Yeah, that's uh, definitely my favorite. Uh, my one was going to be the front cover for the Night into Dreams art book that came with the uh, special edition of the game. I don't remember I'm... anything. Someone remind me. Someone remind me of what good collector's editions I own because I don't remember. Or just box art. Go and look at the massive pile of them you have, since you seem to collect them in mass. And ma- <laughs> I do. Okay. Let's see. Let, honest, let me I turn think, around. But I'll say uh, StarCraft Two or Diablo Three, just because I know those boxes. I don't style. like those boxes. Pretty, they're pretty nice and big. I don't like them. They're Too not big for they're, you. They're boring. I, I prefer, honestly, to those boxes, I prefer the first Diablo box. It just has Diablo. <laughs> just right there on the front. <laughs> Simple mm. and to the point. Mm. Here, let's see. Oh, so, if they printed a Pokemon on a t-shirt, you would buy it if it, the Pokemon was... Smugleaf. Uh, I'm not that interested in Pokemon shirts. Snivy. Uh, Skarmory. I don't think I would ever buy a Pokemon shirt. Here's one for Quinn. If they printed a robot on a shirt, you would buy it if the robot was. Uh, a BRB writing 500 pages of answers. <laughs> I is it just Actually, me? I'll, I'll say I'll say the one that I'm building at the moment, the Double Ooh. Riser. Okay, okay. Good I'd question. buy a shirt with Robo on it. That would be cool. With what on it? Robo from Chrono Trigger. Oh yeah, him. No, no, it's okay that he didn't understand. Don't forget, they didn't get it till the DS. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get an official Chrono Trigger release until 2008. Hmm. Thanks, Square Enix. What's your Good question, question, Manny? Yeah? <laughs> Is everyone else sound a little pixelated? No. Yes. Not not on this end. Low bit rate? Okay. 
No, I'm Maddie. I'm hearing it too. Don't worry. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Uh, pixelated robots. What do we got? Monster on a t-shirt. You would buy the monster if it was... Jack Frost. Is that a monster? I guess it is. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyone else? And then he gets. You know, us- what? Robots and monsters are pretty vague. I mean, it can, that can range from Robocop all the way to like a Gundam. So I, I'd have to see who did the print and I'd have to see what style. You know? Same thing mm-hmm. with the monster. I know one that I Go all the Chris way from a pocket monster to Cthulhu. What? Chris would buy a slime t shirt. I probably would, yeah. That's a good point. I got a slime t shirt a long time ago from uh, those that Dragon Quest Club. Remember when when Dragon Quest Eight was first coming out? Yeah, I missed that whole thing. It was like a uh, cute but evil, and it was bright pink. I don't think I'm pretty sure I gave it away. <laughs> I bought a button-up slime shirt from Japan. I'm just too fat to wear it. Wait, wait, wait. was it a silk print? What do you mean? You know, like those Goku silk print shirts that are button-up. It's not. It's not on silk, but it's like that. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what you're referring to. You, you're referring to Goku silk po- shirts as a specific derisive thing, and I don't really know. Oh, but well, never mind. Okay, if you I have know no the history here, <laughs> there's some pretty over the top um, silk print uh, Dragon Ball stuff I've seen in Suncoast videos and stuff at times, but this is more just cute slime stuff that's. Uh, that dragon was very jealous. Dragon that Michael was very jealous of me having. There I go talking like noodle. Uh, let's see. Oh, what's the last one? If they printed a pony on a T-shirt, you would buy it. If well, I'm definitely the only one here that has pony shirts. Yes, you are. And uh, I have one that says the shirt is twenty percent cooler, mm-hmm. um, with the dash mane. No, 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 and... no, 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 no. Don't tell us about the shirts you have. What's the shirt you want? Well, I have the shirt that I want because I wanted that 20% cooler one. Oh, okay. That's my fave. I also have one that says Derpy is best pony and it's Derpy Hoops with a bag on her head. Mm-hmm. Although Derpy only exists in the mind of fans now. Poor thing. Uh, basically, the rest of the show, most people aren't going to care about with the pony shirt, so let's see. I don't think I would buy a pony shirt for myself. Like the show or not, um, that's taking that's making quite a statement walking around with a pony shirt on. <laughs> All right, number four. Who has played Dust in Elysian Tale? None of us have, actually. If you said no, you're allowed to excuse yourself from the remainder of the podcast and start play immediately. Thank you for tuning into the RPG cast yeah. this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've played it. Um, I played it during the Dream Build Play contest that it was originally submitted at, and I played it at E3 this year. And yes, so I've played it on both ends of that and really enjoyed it in both. And the game still looks fantastic. I'm going to play it and love it. And I'm really excited that it came out after like three plus years. So uh, Dustin Lazy and Tail looks cool. It's a Metroid style game. We cover it because um, we cover Metroid style games for some reason. And there's so, already a review on the site. Yeah. And you can tell that the person, I think it was Sam, right? She liked it. So uh, yeah, go play it. Yeah, uh, it definitely no, has a lot of 
RPG elements, not as much as like say you know a deeper I don't know like a Dragon Age or something, but yeah, definitely has lots of role playing elements. Yeah, in that so does God of War though by the by the metrics we're going by well, for this game. <laughs> no, I would I'd say no. You collect items and upgrade equipment. I mean, seriously. No, that, because that's your God RPG. of War, the focus isn't in the progression, and, and not only that though, the progression is so limited. You just dump points into one of three things at any time, and that's it. There's a lot of weapons upgrade in God of War too. No, it was just like what you you the cha- the blades of whatever, There's the like sword of whatever, or, yeah, the, the, or the boot of kick ass. You dump points. Boot of kick ass is level two now. All right, good point. All right, you win. Uh, question five: Persona Four Golden is getting an insanely limited ten thousand copy premium golden edition. Uh, will it sell out in a two weeks, b two months, c two hours, d Never. It'll, It'll sell, sell out. That, of that's not what he asked. How long? You need to pick one. Two weeks, two months, two hours. We know it's not two hours. Two months. <laughs> two months? I say two weeks. Manny, you got to pick? I have no clue, honestly. I really, I can't, can't even hazard a guess. You got to guess. No, you got to guess. Gotta I don't know one. how rabid... I, I know it'll sell out just because it's a limited number and there are people who love Atlas and they love Persona a lot. So they'll buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of those people are. I don't know if all of those people got the memo and need to rush to it or what. I just, so it is a know. $30 upsell and you get two things, the face cover and the, the skin wall. Oh, wait, you get the skin and wallpapers you get from pre-ordering uh, normally. Uh, and then you also get like this hoary face cover thing. I don't know what that is. I guess it's a snap-on cover for your Vita or something? It's probably a sticker. Are you kidding me? No, it's a thing. No, it's like the like the cover it that I have yeah. for it, my 3DS. It's a plastic cover that flips onto your Vita and and flips open like a clamshell. Um, they've got a picture of it here. And then you also get a, a case, a hard case that from Hori that your Vita can go into. And um, stickers... And the wallpaper thing that you get for pre-ordering the normal edition, and uh, oh, that's it, really. Um, and the uh, you know different packaging because all that stuff needs to fit in a bigger box. But I mean, really, for, this set looks like the sort of freebies you'd get by buying a new system at Best Buy, except it's Persona Four themed, and I'm not that impressed by it. So I'm certainly not going to be one of those people. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I I want to play Persona Four, but I don't think I'll buy it. Not that anyway. Yeah, just get the regular just for forty bucks. Download it. Um. Oh, there was an option E. I didn't see this. What? It's not made of actual gold. It's just some stupid plastic yellow case. I hate you, Atlas. <laughs> All right, that's the option I'm going with. Thanks, Ocelot. All right, let's jump into the MMO roundup. Do you have one for us, Anna? Yes, I do, and I even remember to keep it open this week. Yay! There we go. So, top headlines for the week of August 20 through the 26th. World of Warcraft, Mr. Pandaria Beta unleashes a patch 5.04 survival guide. It's actually really cute. Um, there were a five Gamescom Q&A that people were able to start getting up and transcribed. Um, WoW.Joystick actually did a cute look back at fun Warcraft exploits. And uh, during one of the Q&A sessions, basically, um, the Blizzard people said, we're still not going free-to-play. Please stop asking. 
Well, um, that's nice a, to be confirmed. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically it was like, are you guys going to extend the um, level 20 limit? And they, they started laughing is basically the impression that I got. And they were like, no, I mean, 20 levels is plenty of time for people to figure out whether they're going to like the game. You know, they have no intentions of expanding that trial. They are just not interested in free-to-play or in microtransactions as a model. Which I think is kind of silly considering how much crap they sell in the Blizzard store. I think they mean as a subscription model. Um, so Aeon confirmed is adding three new classes because originally it was going to be... It was a rumor right before Gamescom. Wait, wait, wait. Like, which game? Aeon. Oh, okay. There was a rumor like two days before Gamescom that they were going to announce new classes, and they did. Um, Diablo 3 adds 100 new Paragon levels. Do, 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 do. Um, Paragon levels are going to have a bunch of basic stat increases as well as 3% magic find per level. Um, Guild Wars 2 put out a really cool graph of their virtual economy over um, one of their beta weekends. It showed like how people made money, what sort of crafts they did. Um, they did like that. Um, you know how you can graph out like who owns eighty-five percent of the wealth in the U.S. It's like um, no, but go ahead. Well, this is the whole one percent argument, right? Yeah, I thought we got over that. Um, well, they used it to graph how. 80% of the wealth is held by 50% of the people in Guild Wars 2. In comparison, it's held by 80, 20% of the people in the U.S. Okay. That was cool. <laughs> it sounds useless. No, MMO economies fun. are more evenly they, distributed. They actually, Who cares? Also did, um, <laughs> actually, the one that I really liked is um, they compared the price of the price and frequency of gem trading to the price and frequency of Facebook stock when it first came out. And it was cool because the curves are actually identical. Okay. The the gem one is just slightly delayed. I think it's cool because it's literally the exact same pattern. This is put up by NCSoft? Yeah. And they're showing that their gems are devaluing quickly as a promotional thing? Uh, they're actually wiggling. They start, they go down, they go up, they go down. Okay. Which is what the Facebook stock did. Yeah. Um, Requiem is coming to Facebook. So this is like a dark, macabre horror game that was PC and then went browser and it's now going to be Facebook. Um, Dungeon and Fighter exceeds 3 million CCU in China. Hmm. That's huge. It is a very, very, very big number. In comparison, Iran begins to block MMOs, starting with WoW and Guild Wars 2. Iran? Oh. Yeah. Wait, did I write that down right? Is it Iran or Iraq? I want to make sure that I'm doing this right. Yeah, it's Iran. Yeah, that's their Ministry of Culture has decided that MMOs are polluting their youth. Hmm. So they're just, they're starting to block them. Um, there was a, a couple of really big free-to-plays that were blocked that you've never heard of, so I'm not going to bother you with them. Okay. Wizardry Online will have permanent death. So this is an interesting one, and I want to talk about it for a little bit. How many people here played EQ? Quinn? 
Um, I once tried to play EverQuest, but this was back in a time in which I had only a 56k modem, so it didn't work Oh yeah, out. no, that wouldn't have worked for you. So, here's the deal with wizardry. You die, your corpse with all of your um, swag actually stays there, and people can loot it. And you have to run up to a stone statue to the goddess and pray to it and hope that she resurrects you. Now, you can offer her stuff to increase your likelihood of being resurrected. Um, but you only get two chances. And if you fail them, that character is gone. And it sounds like there is no way to pray your way up to 100%. So this is kind of making me really wiggy about the game. I'm not, I'm not sure I dig that. What? Wizardry Online? Like you were going to play that? Well, I mean, I was going to try it if nothing else. I mean, the thing that kind of makes me nervous is they're launching with 100 levels. What do you mean, 100 levels? The Level 100 is going to be the level cap at launch. Oh, okay. And if you can perma-die, wouldn't you hate being level 80-something and dying permanently? Then I hate the idea that someone could loot your corpse while you're dead. That just sucks. So they also revealed a whole bunch more Argon Queen details. They put up massive patch notes on the Terra site. Um, Nexon CEO had a talk um, during um, Gamescom that said consoles will need to go free to play or die. Not quite sure I agree with him. Black Isle Studios returns. Yeah. So, Wait, why is this in the MMO roundup? I know, that's not an MMO thing. Uh, we'll get into it in later weeks. Um, Tryon's PAX plans is going no, to no, be no, live no, streaming. No, 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 no. What does that mean? Assistance. What does that mean? What does that mean? Every Look, MMO site is covering it. Why? Why is every MMO site covering it? Because they got a targeted press release. From whom? Whoever's doing... Black PR Studios for Interplay right now. Yeah. Are you doing Interplay's PR? No. Okay. <laughs> but I asked Just, around. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I was looking through all these studio through all these um, stories last night. I'm like, why would all of these MMO sites cover Black Isle Studios resurrecting? It's like, oh yeah, we got an email about it from a PR company. It's like, blah. Okay. Uh, but you know, that's actually not what I've heard. I've heard that it's not going to be. You know who's actually being quite coy about it? It's uh, Trent Oster on Twitter. Okay. Well, who's he's he associated actually, he's with? Like, huh? Who's he associated with again? Beamdog. He's the one doing the Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition remake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way he's talking, it sounds like he's going to team up with them in the future to do Baldur's Gate 3. Interesting. He's being like, the way the wording, the entire team's going, just so you guys know, we're not associated with this company at this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like he's like retweeting. Wouldn't that be interesting? Like he's basically, he's basically all but said that he's going to be working with the team hmm. to make Baldur's Gate three. Very leading retweets and stuff. Yeah, very leading. And especially yeah. if you're not going to, if you know, like like the way a lot of other people, like Chris Avalon said, "Oh no, I'm not associated with these people." And like Brian Fargo said, "No, I'm not doing anything with with Black Isle." Yet Trent Oster saying, "No, we're not associated with them at this time." So maybe they, then again, and it could be very well right, and it could be working on MMO as well because, or something along those lines because they still have to do Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 first before they even think about a number 3. Right. 
Um, Square Enix gets ready for Final Fantasy XIV 2.0 by destroying all current copies of the game. Um, and Digital Masters turns one. Happy birthday. Hmm. So that's the MMO for the week. Sorry, it was a little more than a minute. You're not. Also, interesting not topics this week. No. Yeah. Got- did you guys see this? That they're destroying all the current copies of fourteen because they're going to charge more for two point They're going to do a full. They're going to charge full price again. Yes. Are they it's going insane? Back up to thirty. Oh, thirty. Hmm. Well, that's not full. But price. I mean, the collector's edition is selling for twenty. The regular edition is selling for ten or less. Yeah. So go find a copy now and get that key registered. Yeah, if you're interested in playing, um, buy it now because. Well, and the other thing is, is if you have a if you have a copy of the old edition, you also get into the two point beta, mm-hmm. which I think is the reason they're destroying it. I think they want to try to limit the number of people in that because the beta starts next month, right? I have no idea. I mean, the game's out right now. There's no beta, really. Well, no, no. no. There's going to be a beta for two point No. Yes. No. Yes. No. We'll discuss so. this later. What are you talking about? Carry on. Oh, what do you mean? What? <laughs> we won't discuss this on the RPG podcast. <laughs> Let's discuss this. No, no, no. There is going to be a beta of the 2.0 client. It's coming out next month. It's only going to be available to people that have the old copy of the game that was purchased before a certain date. Well, that, that's me covered then because I bought it shortly after release. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it covers me because I have the guest pass. Mm-hmm. That's never been shut off. That is so weird that they're going to do a beta because they've been just rolling that in. Their beta has been production for well, like, part of that has years. been part of two point is being rolled into regular stuff like the live events that are going to happen beforehand, and some of the change cha- class changes and stuff have already been put in. But two point is going to have a bunch of big overall overarching stuff, and that they're going to beta. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's what it is then. I guess we should start talking news. News. All right, hard um, news. Yeah. Before we get into the rest, let me just say I found those tweets from. Because, uh, yeah, you know, like Anna said, Baldur's Gate is back, whatever that means. And this is what Ternonster has been saying on Twitter. Uh, someone asked him if he's associated with the Baldur's Gate project. He said, Excellent question, Rob. We are not at this moment affiliated with the new Black Isles Studios. And after that, he said, someone retweeted, I know what's going on with Black Isle. You are working together on Baldur's Gate 3. That's what someone sent to him. And Trenoster retweets, interesting speculation. Well, it doesn't mean anything then. Uh, he's, come on. Why would you be coy like that for no reason? Because he can't actually say anything because he wants that to happen, but he has no power over it if he starts saying, no, we're not doing it. Like this is all so negotiating just, position. You think he's just he's just angling for yeah. it? Yeah, that's what I think. Because obviously, that's he's stated that's his goal, right? Interesting. Either way, though, it's interesting to see. He's like the only one who's out there is actually saying something about it. Yeah. Well, I guess everyone else doesn't want to touch act, uh, interplay with a ten foot pole. This is my theory. All right. Fair enough. I mean, maybe it's maybe he's hinting at a project. That's currently negotiations, or he's trying to angle himself to get a project. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting stuff. 
Uh, ooh, Halloween. Here's an here's an RPG we didn't know that was coming. Uh, on <gasps> Halloween. Quest, quest. No, uh, no. Blood Knights from German developer Deck Thirteen. It's a new action RPG that's tailor made for Halloween. Uh, Wait, why? It is a cooperative hack and slash action RPG set during a war between vampires and humans. Well, that's why it's perfect. Yeah, because it's got horror elements. Come on. No? That's weak sauce. That is weak so sauce. weak. Right. <laughs> the two hey, main characters a are a monster in this game. The, Fight for Halloween. The two main characters are a vampire hunter and a vampire, and they uh, are forced to work together in order to prevent the annihilation of the world. And there's a contrivance as to why they are forced to work together, and that'll be out for Halloween apparently. So I think there's a quick look on the giant bomb site right now. Already? Yeah. Hmm. Been watching lots of quick looks this week. I did more of that than I, gaming. I like quick. I don't watch video reviews anymore. I the quick look has spoiled me on video reviews. I don't want someone telling me what the game is. I just want to see it in action. And I, I can learned make my own plenty decision. about Check versus Mate this week. <laughs> That's from um. Hey gee, Chris. Two, two yeah. people. Before we get into the news, are we going to do the draft this week? Nope. Okay. And. uh Wait, you, draft? What? Yeah, oh, you remember you, the email? Yeah, you've gotten an email on it. I can so, tell you right now what my dream RPGs are. No, no, it's not a dream RPG. You guys should it's go reread the email. Team. That's why we're not doing it this week, because uh, nobody's ready for it, Anna. guys. <laughs> I really want to do this. I've had my people picked for this. You're, you're the, the only one. The darn email. You're the only one. For me, that's the same thing. I don't follow developers I've, that I've much, got so. no idea what you're talking about. You've gotten the email. Go check your email. No, I have Kojima not got, got an email. Together. Yes, you do. No, I haven't. You, um, Chris, you, you sent, sent it to an email address that doesn't exist. I did? So forward yes. it to him. <sighs> you can help me. Please, Anyways, I'm going to read this out you because know I I'm need holding it. you to it for next week. No, you're not going to read it out because we don't want people ruining it by putting their picks in the threads. I want everybody here to do it, to do it without help. Oh, boo. Yep, 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 yep. And that's why I didn't want to talk about it at all. So now we've teased everybody. They don't know what we're talking about. They're like, what is this? This sounds, What is this draft? I want to know. What is this You're draft? You're going to do a fantasy draft. And if Chris nope. doesn't do it this week, you all have permission to send him very angry mail. Well, I can guarantee you that we won't be doing it next week. Why? Because of PAX. Oh, fine. Next time we <laughs> But more on Blood that later. And, and, and Kojima and Miyamoto-san <laughs> got together. I made the dream RPG with game, with Kondo on music. All right. <laughs> Look forward to a fantasy RPG draft soon. Ish. And and on programming we have we have what's his name from id all right John back, Carmack. back to the news uh final fantasy 13 has some new info actually coming out uh, apparently there will be a third game and we're going to hear more about it in tokyo on september 1st so not very long from now uh i guess it's during pax really they were supposed to announce something at pax did they mock that up and leak it early no, Japan's getting the announcement first, and then they're going to also have it at their presence at PAX. Gotcha. We're getting the sloppy second on it. So, oh, my. Yeah. I mean, that's that's normal for Square Enix. Japan gets it first. Uh, sorry, dude. I like this article. Sorry, dude. 
Mugen Souls is delayed. So Mugen Souls was going to come out uh, soon and now not so soon. It will be October 16th now. And, uh, oh, but Europe still gets it first, September 28th, according to this. So if you were waiting for Mugen Souls, which is some game that I can't remember from NIS America. Is this a tactical RPG? I mean, it's NIS, right? So let's see. No, it's Moe. That, that is not a game it, genre, Anna. Yeah, it's a tactical it's, RPG. It's, a, it, it's an RPG. It's a, it, the battle system seems similar to Neptunia Mark II. It's not quite a tactical RPG. Hmm. Well, it sort of is. Each character takes turns, and you can bounce them around an arena, and there's positioning. Okay, so you run around on a 3D map, and you run into enemies, and then that brings you into a battle system, and then it looks kind of like a combination of Tails and a tactical RPG. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that looks cool. I should check that out. Hmm. You got to play it already, right, Manny? No, uh, I did not. I oh, yeah. okay. I thought you... You'd hit it at Run Into the Sun. Sorry. I saw people playing it for a long time. But for I a long time. Okay. <laughs> Check out the video. We got a video up on it. Go find our story about that says, Sorry, dude. Spelled D-O-O-D. All right. Final Fantasy Dimensions. This is awesome. This is my favorite story of the week. So Square Enix likes um, to charge a slight premium on their iPhone and I- iPad games, right? Translation, they have no clue how the App Store works. Yes. Well, I don't know. They, they've had plenty of time now to look at their sales and decide if they like them or not. So maybe they have the, the biggest clue about how the App Store works. They don't I, I, would think that, I would think that Epic has the biggest clue about how the App Store works. And Rovio. Probably. Then uh, Square just doesn't like money. <laughs> Let's just go with that. So check this out. Uh, Final Fantasy Dimensions you'll be able to play the prologue for free. You can just download and play it. No, $3. No, the prologue is free. Then the first chapter is $2.99 or £1.99, pounds, however you say that, and €2.39, however you say that. Uh, And then uh, the three remaining chapters will be $9.99, pounds 99 piddlies, or €7.99, gyros i don't know what the sense are so they're using the the crack dealer pricing method mm-hmm. yeah yeah the crack dealer oh yeah the first hits real free the second hits pretty cheap and then it's really really expensive once you're hooked and addicted and already in so then if, we if you crank up the price if you're following along that means it's 33 bucks if you buy everything individually um or they've got a bundle price of 29 dollars if you want to just buy the whole game outright $29. Only $29. Only $29 for your iPhone game. That's right. The Square Enix apparently has decided that the iPhone and i, I and Android platforms are the uh the new portable systems cuz they're they're just going right for the same price as they're charging on current portables. Okay, no, but the the, the thing is I can't even find out is is this an iOS universal app or are you going to end up having to pay $60? No, they haven't said. And you know them, it probably won't be. So $60 if you want to play it on your iPad and your iPhone. Most likely, though we don't know for sure. We'll find out in six days when it comes out. No, you would think, though, if announcing that price, if it was that expensive, you would say, but don't worry, it's at least universal. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most companies, when they announce this stuff, they stay right up front. Oh, it's uh, iOS universal. They, they, they don't say. And I think the fact they don't say means they're not going to do universal. 
So sixty dollars. So you have to. Well, I don't think anyone's going to buy it twice. So you have to choose right up front. Are you going to play this on your iPad or are you going to play this on your iPhone? I'll choose iPad. I'm not sure anybody's going to buy this once. <laughs> All right. yeah. that's she a good wins. point i think you're right i'm certainly not buying it for 30 bucks it doesn't look like that good of a game honestly i played a little bit of it and it feels like um you know it's somewhere between mystic quest and final fantasy 3ds you know Call me crazy though but isn't it much cheaper somewhere else but they're just charging a premium on, on smartphones no uh, it was originally a, a it was Japanese originally a feature phone game, game yeah yeah. And it was like much cheaper there though, right? Yeah, a feature phone yeah. game we've never heard about. No one was ever saying, "Man, I wish they'd bring over that feature phone game." Like they, you know, we hear about like really good Japanese games that we want to have over here. No one was talking about that game. See, so I I'm, think everyone's I'm because this 30. is clearly a small mobile title. I think that's what where the indignation comes from. It like it'd be a different story if they were releasing this on, you know, the PS on the Vita and the 3DS and the iOS day and date and they charge the same price across all three. That's yeah. one thing. But a, but a feature phone game that's already been out for a long time. You mean if they released a traditional Final Fantasy game that I could play with a real D-pad? That yeah, that would mean something. Yeah. I think you're right. But that's not the case though. This is nope. just a small little iPhone ga- I mean a small feature phone game that's been slightly upscaled. Oh, then- not not slightly. I mean if you go to their uh, site, where is their site? Is it a big difference? Um yeah, the f- Darn right, it. Let me see. Where's the link? I don't remember. Let me link. see. Let me see. Uh, they, their, their website. Phoenix Final Fantasy Dimension. I thought we had the link in the story, yet I can't find it, so I don't know how I got there. Um, there. NA.North. That's square dash enix.com slash Final Fantasy Dimensions. Official site. English. Jeez. Yes, so you can see it's been it's it's actually it looks different, like a lot different. As they put it, greatly improved graphics and sound. Hmm? Hmm? No, I guess. I yeah. It's like a NES game being redone for the Super Nintendo. So how much is that worth? How much did you pay for Super Mario All Stars? Right, I don't know. I don't know. How long is the game? Do you know? you have any idea? I have no clue. Because Anna said something interesting, like how each... Or you both did. You were talking about how each chapter aren't... Like someone's... What was the innocent thing you heard, Anna? They said, oh, I, I'll just get 25% of the game for three bucks. And Anna's like, there's no way the first chapter is 25% of the game. And In I fact, have... in the forums, I said, yeah, how'd that work? Uh, I bet that worked out real good for the after years. Where the initial chapter, which was considerably cheaper, is the shortest. So, did anyone have any idea how long the overall game is? It's like, nope. Is that just no like clue. a six-hour game for 30 bucks? No clue. We'll have to find out when it comes out. I mean, this just all makes me depressed because it looks like the exact kind of game that I would really, really love. And I'm just not paying $30 for it. It's back to five-person parties, too. That's a lot, though. Well, you can always buy, uh, what's it called? Breath of Death <laughs> for three bucks. Given there are main numbered Final Fantasies I haven't finished yet, I think I'd rather just go play those. Or you can get Dragon Fantasy. <laughs> like two or three or something. Uh, Dragon, Yeah, Dragon Fantasy is a great... Now, that's more like a Dragon Quest game than a Final Fantasy game, though. It's not really uh, a... Well, I guess you have to wait for Dragon Fantasy 2. Oh, okay. Um, you forget that I own a Mr. Rock plushie. 
who forgets that? Manny. I don't think he forgot that. Okay. I don't think he cares. Do you care? No, he's not talking. Okay. He What's does. up? I'm sorry. I got. I got <laughs> Never my, mind. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. Oh, it blew you out. Ooh. All right, that's the Final Fantasy, whatever. Uh, oh. Well, you know what? You know what? iOS is a great platform. Otherwise, why else would Screenix be investing so heavily in it? It's not just one, but two games coming to the platform. Mm-hmm. The world ends with you. Right. It, yeah, they put up a teaser site, and it was like, this looks like the world ends with you text. And a day later, you could listen to the World Wins With You remix song. And it is going to be an iOS remake of the game done by Gree. Ew. Yes. That is the, the story after the one I was about to do. Thank you. Um, so that's, that's we got a teaser thing on the, on the website, and it counted down, and it was an iOS remake, and everyone's disappointed, except... It's still counting down. So there's wasn't an, a leak, not an official announcement. No, that was that was an announcement. That was the first reveal. No, that was a leak. No, it was the first announcement. Um, oh, I think no, I think that was a leak actually. That was a leak. Mm. Square Enix has revealed. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Silicon Era. Brian Gray, the lead translator in The World Ends With You for the Nintendo DS, hints that there may be more to the Square Enix's recent teases than an iOS port of the game and new soundtrack release. Last night, he tweeted, before everyone decides that the TUI countdown is over, they might want to wait for the countdown to actually be over. More drip than leak. Um, the, okay, so it was a leak, except he says it's more of a drip than a leak. So there's more to the, t- more to the countdown than what you've seen, says the guy who like actually works on the damn thing. So an actual The World's End With You, but with an iOS port of the first game to get you ready for the second. Maybe. We don't know. So we got one day to find out. So sadly, uh, by the time you listen to this, you may already know. But uh, wait till Monday, I guess. And all should be revealed if you're a Tui fan. Tui. All right. Dragon Age 3 is where I wanted to go next. That's the uh, They got a survey coming out for this thing. Why? Wait, wait. Why don't you want to pair the two Screenix iOS games together? What? Oh, I didn't even think Never. about that. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I'm glad you guys did that. Thank you. <laughs> that was smart. Um, <laughs> and the the reason was because I wasn't thinking because I'm reading through this forum post to figure out where the damn survey is, and I can't find it. Uh, survey. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, I'll read you the summary. The survey for Dragon Age 3 came out, and they're trying to... They It's a, just a survey about what they want to see in the next game to people who play the first game, I guess, or just members of their forums or something like that. And people post it out there, and it gives you potential plot hints at what's going to happen in the next game. So... It's pretty see. easy if you just go to NeoGAF. Yeah. To find it, I mean... I I don't see it on there either, actually, so... All right, well, you keep talking. I'll, I'll read it off. Okay. Man, where do you find this stuff? <laughs> uh, da, 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 yeah. Found it. Can't be worse than Dragon Age 2 is the first post in that thread. It's useless. So I don't know where this stuff is. 
Unless they pulled it. Hmm. Oh well. Well, whatever. The, the there's uh, something about civil war and demons coming out of a portal. That's nothing new to the Dragon Age series. Uh, you will be an inquisitor. And let's see, you choose the direct method and gather your armies, send spies in the shadows, or engage in political war. Uh, it suggests that there will be 10 companions in the game, that there will be a co-op mode, finishing moves, player-controlled day and night cycles, four companions in a group at a time, and some potential subtitles include Breach, Inquisition, Inquisitor, Apocrypha, and Exarch. So there's uh, there's some of the details. So co-op, companions... All that sort of cool stuff. Sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I but... have the link right here. Okay. Um, I'll give it to you so you can see for yourself. But basically, what? it's so strange, though. I mean, why are they trying to design their game by committee? They're not. They're just looking for feedback because they did such a crappy job with two, right? Oh, they have no confidence in themselves. Yeah, and they shouldn't. <laughs> Bioware has done not so well lately. Yeah, there you go. Wow. So they give you concept art of the companions and you get to rate them? Nice. <laughs> no, come on. It, it seems like we rate this. This concept art only got four points. This is the lowest rated one. Redesigned it completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, two of these people call it... Oh. Two of these people, people have recognized from previous games. Um, Cassandra from Dragon Age 2 and Colin from Dragon Age Origins. There you go. Lots of little spoilers, I guess, for Dragon Age 3. Potentially. We don't know if any of this will actually make it through the final game. That's what we got. Diablo 3 had its first big patch. Well, not first big patch. It's next big patch, I guess. 1.4 came out, and it added the 100 levels of whatever the heck it's called that Anna talked about in the MMO Roundup. And it also added... Paragon. Um, and it also added new legendaries, a lot of new legendaries, and rebalances, Barbarian, and a bunch of other stuff. Go read the change log. If you've been putting Diablo 3 on hold for a while, you might want to check it out now. And uh, if it's still not doing it for you, just let it bake for a while. Wait for the next patch. That's just kind of how it works with Diablo games. You just kind of let them bake or until they get a patch. play Torchlight 2 when it comes out next month. Oh, can't you play both? No, that's not how the internet works. Oh, okay. Okay. Chris. okay. This is a zero one. I you thought I was waiting. I thought I was going to play Torchlight ARPG two. RPG at a time, and if it isn't Diablo three, then it clearly must be Torchlight two. Okay. Because there are no other options out there. I thought I was going to play Torchlight two while I waited for some of the, the later patches for Diablo three to come out, but apparently you're telling no, me that's not how it works. Okay. All right. I didn't realize that. Sorry. And say path. If you say path of exile. I do have Path of Exile. That's that's actually pretty game. good. That feels a lot more like Diablo 2. Um, I need to play more of that. I need to get you into it, Anna. It feels more like budget game. <laughs> okay. Have you played it at all, Manny? No. It is actually well worth checking out, but you probably can't play it on your Mac, darn it. Shoot. I didn't think about oh, that. Oh, no, I was just echoing the internet. I was the internet at that time. All right. Uh, let's see. We already covered Final Fantasy XIII. The problem is, is the internet doesn't know what to do with Path of Exile because they're still waking out about the idea that you can have a good game that doesn't have um, gold and that you have an economy that is completely item-based. Hmm. Uh, right. I forgot how that... That is different with Path of Exile. 
but it's cool because it's different. Anyway, I don't know. We should uh, we should all play it some and, and give some impressions on the show or something. Unfortunately, I think I found through Diablo three that if there's one thing I can't stand, it's dungeon crawling loot em ups. Oh, well then you wouldn't want that. Except you're outside, if that helps. Uh, no. Point still stands. Okay. Right. Dark Souls. Who's been waiting for the PC version of Dark Souls? Anybody? Anybody uh, at all? Sort of. All right. Because I don't own a copy of it on I don't own a copy of it on consoles. Uh, my housemate does, but I don't. So we've covered in the past how it's not going to have a, a Super HD version of its port on on PC. It's a 1024 by 720 rendering, 30 frames per second, and all this stuff. And uh, well, within I think 20 minutes of the game coming out. They uh, they released somebody put together a hack that allows you to change the rendering up to full 1080p if you want. Yeah, I'm just reading the because the, there's one guy on one of the other forums that I post on the aforementioned Rocket Chainsaw who was like, well, you know, the 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 resolution on the PC port's gonna suck, and then in, like as soon as the game came out, um, he downloaded the patch and is now spending the rest of the thread screwing over it. <laughs> And he's posted screenshots, and it does look really good on PC now. Like, the backgrounds still don't get rendered that much better. So there's some issue with that, but all the characters and stuff look a lot better. Well, I guess the backgrounds do look better. Um, so wait, so can you give me some background on this? Like, why, if it's so easy to do this, why isn't the actual company doing it? We don't know. That's the big question. Nobody understands that. I think it's something to do. I'm, someone seemed to have mentioned in one of the threads about it that um, it's something to do with how the animations on the character models is timed. Like it's actually linked to the game's frames rate or something. But that doesn't. That's not the same as resolution, though. No, no, it's not the same as resolution. But it does kind of factor in into into the decisions for like what to dis- resolution to display the game at or something. Hmm. Right. But, eh, I said, I didn't get all of it, so I got no idea what's going on. Well, they're already up to version 0.4 of the fix, uh, so that technically means their fourth version. And uh, you can there's a thread up on NeoGAF where they're posting the latest versions and talking about any challenges or, or issues they're having while playing the game. So, yeah. Of course, it is still Dark Souls, so be ready for a very um, challenging experience. I'll say. I had some discussions on Twitter and learned that I really just suck at this game. And that I missed all the stuff to help me deal with the curses that were making me not want to play anymore. Alright. That's it. That's our news, guys. No, we done? Wow, that was quick. Yep, that's it. Unless there's news stories I missed. Um... Nothing. Oh, um, I, this one's a particularly minor one, but I wanted to check it for myself. Uh, it was mentioned about the um, that WoW.Joystick putting up a story about um, uh, the old raid exploits, but they also put up a story saying that the remote uh, features yes, yes, are free. Right. I got that email because I subscribed just this last month to, to uh, World of Warcraft Remote Auction House and stuff, and it's now free. So I'm going to get a free pet hey. code as compensation. Can and I have you a little XT? Don't you already have one? Nope, but oh. you do. I, do I? I don't have okay. one either. Yeah. But. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So everyone's going to 
claim my pet code. And uh, let's so see. So to give full details of the story, originally this lets you check Armory and chat with your guild on your um, smartphone of choice. No, no, not not Armory. Auction House is is what you. And the Armory. For. It gave you access. Yeah, to Armory, the Armory was free though. Yeah, the Armory was. Yeah, free. so Auction House and uh, Guild Chat were the paid features, and they will now be open to everybody. Yay! Now there is something that is still paid, right? No, that's no. it. That was all that, there was. No, it's just all okay. So yeah, and anybody who was subscribing um, got a quote-unquote heartfelt thank you letter and a code for a little XT and seven days of subscription time. I can read it for you if you want. Sure. Heartfelt, Christopher. Thank you for subscribing to World of Warcraft copyright registration symbol remote. We're pleased to let you know that as of August 23rd, 2012, all of the features that were previously part of the World of Warcraft remote service will be made available for free, freeze bolded, to all World of Warcraft subscribers, including you. That means you'll be able to access all the all the World of Warcraft remote features you've come to enjoy at no additional charge, including remote auction house, bid on... I- <laughs> They give you this list. There's two things on the list. All these features. Remote auction house, bid on items, create auctions, and collect gold via your mobile device or through the official World of Warcraft website. And remote guild chat. Keep in touch with your guild mates via the mobile armory app. At this point, I'm wondering, why are you marketing this thing to me when I've already been paying for it? Your World of Warcraft remote subscription has automatically been canceled, and the recurring payment associated method associated with the su- subscription will not be charged again. In addition... As a current World of Warcraft remote subscriber, you will receive the following seven free days of World of Warcraft subscription time for each World of Warcraft account with an active World of Warcraft remote subscription as of August 23rd, 2012. Applied to each account automatically. One free Lil XT pet to call your own or give away to a friend. Our way to say thanks for being a World of Warcraft remote subscriber. Limit one per Battle.net account. To claim the Lil XT pet, simply log in. Uh, blah, 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 log in. If you have any questions, please contact Blizzard Customer Support via this link. Thanks again for subscribing to World of Warcraft Remote. See you in Azeroth. So there it is. Uh-huh. No refunds. <laughs> Just here. Don't cry about this. <laughs> At the same time, you are getting seven days and a seven whole pet. days. Seven eh. days, Anna. <laughs> You're basically getting twenty bucks worth of swag. Did you pay twenty bucks for your mobile? mobile? I did not. I paid three. <laughs> right. Uh, it's actually quite handy, by the way. You can log in, get all your gold out of the uh, mailbox and stuff, and put up auctions, check on status and stuff. And uh, it's it's pretty cool if you want to play while you're like your lunch break at work or something. So now that it's free, everyone can enjoy it. That's cool. Thanks, Quinn. I forgot that. No, no problem. I only just found out myself, so I thought I'd mention it. (laughs) New releases for the next week include, of course, Guild Wars 2, which I just logged into this morning because I... uh, a long time ago, uh, in order to try and get into the betas, I pre-ordered it. I actually pre-ordered it before I knew there were going to be betas, because I know how Amazon works, that they'll send you a key if they ever announce that they're going to be betas and pre-orders get in. So I just had it sit in as a pre-order. Eventually, I got that key. They announced all that, and then I canceled my pre-order. So I used that key, activated it on my account, 
And apparently my, the key I got from Amazon is the good kind of key that gives you uh, three days uh, pre-access. So I'm in now. And so I can play, and I might play some of that this weekend. Uh, Unfortunately, I cannot join you as I am unable to play until Monday. Well, then maybe I'll play Eye of the North with you instead. Yeah, you could do that. I could do that. I don't know. Um, What else we got going on? Uh, Oh, Final Fantasy Dimensions, of course, is out on the 31st. And PAX is next week. So next week, um, what are we going to do show-wise? I have no clue. People do not count on a show. However, maybe we'll be able to get together with uh, like Anna and Michael in real life and Ed and and do a, a, a live recording kind of of our PAX impressions or something. I don't really know yet, but uh, we should have at least a little bit of video coverage coming out of PAX. I don't know if we're going to have a ton, but there's a couple things we're going to be doing on Friday, right, Anna? Yep. Yep. So there'll be, there'll be some of that. Um, and I don't know what else. Uh, it's PAX. But look for. You gonna go see of... any panels? Uh, I don't go to panels at PAX. I can see the. Re... I can see if it's a podcast. All I can just download it. Now. it. Sucks. Well, yeah, if it's a. No, no. I, I'm so curious. Because I, I heard the Shadowrun Returns guys were gonna show off some like some big stuff from the game. I that'll all be online. Is it? I, there's nothing there that I feel is exclusive. If it's a podcast I care about, I could just download it. And if it's like game developers talking about stuff, it's boring. And if it's other things, I just I don't know. It's like big reveals, it'll be on the it'll be online. It'll be online, yeah. And so I just it takes a lot of time and waiting to get into those panels. And you have to plan your day around it. And I'd rather just go and have fun and play games with other people. And so that's kind of how I approach packs. So to each their own, though. And if you want to go hit up the panels, tell us about it. If you're enjoying it, having fun, tweet at our RP Gamer account. We can retweet you while we're there. And um, Remember, your PAX swag bags are not, uh, you cannot get them until 11.30 a.m. They have, uh, they're not giving them out at the start of the show like they used to because it caused a bottleneck when people tried to get into the show. So that's important PAX survival tip for you. Also, enjoy PAX late night. Don't go home just when the show floor closes. Go find a board game room that's doing something interesting. Go uh, Maybe go over to the, the World of Warcraft card game room and join in some tournaments. They'll teach you how to play. It's awesome. Um, whoever knows what else is going on. D&D Miniatures was there one year. That was really fun. There could be probably something gimmicky and new there this year. Play Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, find a place that's got that. They'll probably be there. That'll be fun. Uh, let's see. Yes. Not as fun as iOS security. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's PAX. Um, look for it. Uh, follow our Facebook and our Twitter and stuff, and you can see images and stuff as we c- uh, that we get out of there as we go. We'll let you know of anything cool and RPG-worthy, and I'm sure our news people will be right on top of it as well. Um, and what else we got? Oh. Feedback. That's you want to leave it. us feedback? Podcast at rpgamer.com. 608-729-4098 is our voicemail. And uh, please leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you're thinking of PAX while it's happening. And what else? Uh, that's it. So everybody, <laughs> have a good day. And uh, oh, uh, if you need to message me to try and play Borderlands or Guild Wars or Guild Wars 2 or something... Um, you know, Sabo1001 and rpgamer.com. Try and set that together or tweet at my... Uh, Twitter account, which is S-A-B-I-N-1001, and uh, let's see if we can hook up and do anything with that. And uh, I need to find that Hokuto Master guy. He wanted to play Borderlands with me, but I think he has really restrictive schedules. So, hmm. Anyone else? 
want to put a plug out there or do some game tag gamer tag stuff or anything uh not at the moment not at the moment okay well that's it then we'll see you next week everybody and uh, enjoy PAX, and we'll see you uh, either next week or just slightly after next week or the week after. So until then, goodbye, everybody. Bye now. <laughs>